There are some things in this world that go way beyond human understanding. Things that cannot be explained. Things that most people don't want to know about. That is where we come from. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. We all go a little mad sometimes. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'm afraid! Don't be afraid! No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. What an excellent day for an exorcism. It's all true. The boogeyman is real. And you found it. And there's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here. I see dead people. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Ghost freaking talking. That's right, ghost freaking talking. Paranormal podcast. You do not take home to mama or your grandma or your grandma because <laughs> we are a little bit on the raunchy side. Raunchy can be, can be, not all the time. Yeah, but to say some episodes, <laughs> they're pretty good. Yeah. Some episodes are like, mm, no, 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 don't, no, can't. Can't talk about that. Uh, but I am your humble host. My name is Nick. I'm Trenton. And I am Newsroom Nessie. That's right. Newsroom Nessie in the Spreadshop Newsroom. Yep. The official, unofficial Spreadshop sponsored newsroom. Holding it down. <laughs> if you guys don't know what Spreadshop is, Spreadshop is our merch shop. Where you can go and get some ghost freaking talking gear. You can. But we also launched a new line. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if you guys are watching via YouTube, you guys can see the awesome shirt that I'm wearing here tonight. It is of the Ginger Dead Man. And it is a doodle done up by the one, the only, Mr. Hinkle Draws. You can go to yep. MrHinkleDraws.com. You can check out his awesome stuff there and make some purchases on some stickers and that. Yep. But you can go to our merch shop and get yourself some of his awesome spooky doodles. Yeah. Uh, this Ginger Dead Man, he actually did on our Halloween crossover episode. Yep. And he also did the one that you're wearing here tonight. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it all too well or yeah, in, you the, can. in the shadow. But you have the Mothman t-shirt. The Mothman, I do. And these came out looking beautiful. They yeah, did. The more yeah. I look at your shirt, the more it's like, wow, dude. That's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Turned Good. out really well. Yeah, these came out looking really cool, especially on that brown shirt. Kudos yeah. to Kevin. Yeah, kudos for, for the Kevin. Artwork, and yeah, his awesome artwork. Uh, we have a whole line of Mister Hinkle Draws uh, shirts on our website now. And where can they go for oh this? Oh my spread? goodness, you're throwing me on the spot here. Uh-huh. It is um, Ghost FT at or no Ghost FT dot my spread shop. Is it? I thought it was Ghost FT podcast at. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. I am such a bad oh newsroom. <laughs> well, well, anyway, we'll look it up during, <laughs> during our break and we'll get it to you there. I think it's but, Ghost um, FT podcast. 
dot my my spreadshop.com. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you were throwing me off here. (laughs) Man, it's been Uh, a few weeks. But if you guys are on on, uh, YouTube, you guys can click the link in the description below for our merch. Just go below. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we have to put that link out there for people that are listening to it as a freaking podcast that it is. Yes. Um, but on this Mr. Hinkle's line, we have the ginger dead man that I'm wearing here tonight. Yep. We got the Mothman that you have. Yes. We have Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, I have that shirt. I think I wore that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I wore the Cthulhu. Um, let's see what else we have. We have the Snallygaster. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Maryland Cryptid. And yep. what is really cool is I posted a picture of that uh, on Instagram this week. Yep. And the official... Snallygaster Museum, Museum yeah. liked it and followed us now. I saw that. So thank you for the Snallygaster Museum. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't know there was a Snallygaster Museum. <laughs> Me neither. I didn't know Snallygaster was uh, that big. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. I guess if it's part of your state yeah. history, I, why don't you be I about it? So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So thank you for the Snallygaster Museum follow on Instagram. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we got those out there, and I have some other ones I'm going to be throwing up there as well. So stay tuned Sweet. for that. Um, and it's got a really cool, um, uh, what, what's the plant's name from Rocky, not Rocky Horror, but um, Feed Me, Seymour, Feed Me. Morris? No. no. Feed Me, Morris? No, I forget what the, the, the plant's name is, but he's got one of those doodles I'm going to throw out there. So we got, it, it looks really gotcha. cool. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I like that Venus flytrap. Yep. Thing. Yeah, yep. it's the, the yeah, big yeah. Venus flytrap. Oh yeah. So uh, we got those awesome ones coming out, as well as our own merch shop, that, our, our own merch, you know, done mm-hmm. up by uh, Slow Death. I uh, did our logo. Yeah. So, so you're going to check sure. out that. All right. So, you guys, it is Christmas season. It is. So, this is going to be our official Christmas episode. Woo! Uh, we're going to dive into a couple of things that I've been pulling off of the internets. Intronets. Yeah, a lot of creepy pastime stuff when it comes to Christmas, where Christmas is supposed to be a happy holiday. The stories that were told to kids, yeah. But back in the day, they just they wanted to torture kids <laughs> to be good around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about some weird things. Uh, we got the the Grilla, Grilla is a yep. giantess. Was a you know a giant woman that uh, basically she eats bad kids. Huh. Uh, you know she makes stew out of them and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, but she also has little children gremlins. They're called <laughs> the Yule Kids or something like that. Uh, that each, each one has its own characteristic. They come down to town. Either one, you know, watches children. Another one, you know, steals food. Another one does such and such. Wow. But that's not it. She has a house cat, too, that oh. likes to fuck with people. And it's called the Yule Cat. The Yule Cat. <laughs> wow, can't say I've uh, heard of the Yule Cat. And, and what's weird about the Yule Cat is that the Yule Cat's job is to eat kids that don't wear new clothes for a Christmas. I don't know. It's weird. Like I said, they have some weird traditions okay. from back in the day. And yeah. there's also like this little gremlin creature that we're going to talk about too. 
and it's going to be a bad name for me to fucking pronounce, so you guys yeah, will have to probably go and look this one up. Um, but basically, this gremlin uh, is, is pretty pretty nasty, too. And then we got the bilchnickel. Bilchnickel? Bilchnickel. Basically, it that. sounds... He, he seems a lot like our boy Krampus. Okay. So uh, we're going to dive into those for a little bit for your, your Yuletide spookiness. Sweet. So uh, we got that coming up here. Uh, but have you guys had any paranormal experiences? Yes. No. Actually, yes. A lot. Okay. Um, not just here. At Mom's, too. Okay. <clears throat> so, well, today, of course, the door opened by itself again, and a Lego set fell off over here. Yeah. That one's the weirdest part, right? Yeah, because that, that piece has been sitting there for, for a long time. Months. Months on end. Yeah. And it was like tossed off like if it would have dropped it would have fell into the other lego bin but no this like got pushed off crazy uh <laughs> and you said the front door opened again yeah yeah that happened to me just the other day i told you about that too where yeah. um actually and then also logan can back me up on this one he he heard someone walking up the stairs right mm-hmm. and then the dog started going crazy and wanting to go out so I thought you guys were back right mm-hmm. and this is to the point where the dog's in there barking and she runs to my room and goes on Logan's bed to look out the window of course right that's mm-hmm. how Sadie always is so I thought you were here no one's here yeah so if anybody mm-hmm. wants to buy me a ring doorbell <laughs> for <laughs> Christmas if you want to buy me a ring doorbell, send it to uh, you know. I'll send you our, yeah, at we'll yahoo.com. S- yeah, write to us uh, to ghostft at yahoo.com and get my shipping information, and then we'll uh, we'll put that feed out there. <laughs> so when we say we hear something, maybe we can catch something, yeah, manifesting on the yeah. porch or something. Um, but continuing on with my stories, a lot of stuff has happened. It's very weird stuff happened at mom's. Um, so apparently mom's had a couple experiences by herself, like to the point where like she thought someone was in the house, like she had to get up and walk around the house to make sure no one was in there. Hmm. Uh, her door is open a couple of times and slammed. Like her front door or like her bedroom door? Um, I heard one day the garage door get slammed. Hmm. That one's weird. That one's the weirdest of the bunch. Um, And then in the kitchen, no one was in there. And one of the ornaments of her kitchen tree, like, got tossed. And it bounced for, like, almost a minute. Like, it was pushed. If it would have fell, it would have rolled down the tree. Mm -hmm. No, this, like, flew off. Hmm. Crazy. Um, And then the next... Uh, whenever I got to mom's uh, a couple days ago, right? Uh, she showed me a picture and of a broken ornament. Because I'm like, well, what? why is the tree skirt messed up? I just redid that. She's like, oh, I got a story for you. She woke up one day and found an ornament that was on the bottom of the tree, right? Mm-hmm. The very bottom. And it was shattered. And it was still on the tree. Wow. Like, so it something was, like went up to the tree and like grabbed it and like, psh. yeah, like the whole side of it's just gone. 
That's very odd. Um, and this was a brand new ornament in one of the. It's. I think it was like it wasn't like glass glass, but it was a stronger glass. So if you would have dropped it, it would have broke. No. But yeah, that that one was the strangest. But didn't like a few episodes ago when I asked you if your mom like says that the house is haunted and she like poo poos on it. Yeah, but just this was too strange of events happening for her to even try to play yeah it try off. to back it off and play it off. Hmm. That's really weird. I I don't know why stuff is like picked up to like that extent within the well, last well month. here here's my thinking is that all right so you guys have always had a lot of activity at this place yeah this is a rental you guys are moving out of that rental at the end of the month here and moving into a brand new house yeah it should be interesting to see if this activity yeah, carries over yeah yeah it because goes up there because the new state because for years for years i've thought stuff was more attached to your mom than you know than me necessarily to the house or here yeah yeah you know something's like attached to her yeah like she has something that that that's attached to her but you know we still have activity here Mm -hmm. but that's also a thing to where um yeah the activity was around her at the time but then i started getting in heavy into the paranormal stuff so then uh you know it's like um a, a light that shines, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden they're like, all these ghosts are like, Oh my God, they're over here talking to this ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go over here. This guy wants to talk to us. So they come here and they're like, this fucking house is nice. <laughs> and and uh, I think we just should set up shop here. You know, this guy Stay. always wants to talk to us. So, so that's my kind of thinking too, is that if these spirits know that you are open to communication, like I am, that they're gonna be like, okay, let's stick around here. Yeah. I think they're a little more friendly, yeah. a little more welcoming. Yeah, exactly. Could be. Yeah, so well, yeah. It, it's been it's been a weird month or so. Yeah, uh, but I definitely I need to get some kind of camera system to where I could just have it like pointing, you know, in the living room at the door full time. You know, so um, we can opening so we can catch this happening and see mm-hmm. if we can't see if there's any kind of shadow movement before it happens or any kind of distortion yeah. of the area. Yeah. Um but I had to look in to see what kinda what kind of price those those run. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. So maybe like a hundred bucks. Yeah. A couple hundred bucks. Yeah. It depends I guess how many cameras you want, like yeah, I don't know if that makes a difference if they're like indoor or outdoor, but yeah, I don't yeah. think it's too much money. Yeah, basically I want to I want to have maybe 3. One that points out towards the the um the door. Mm-hmm. I want one that goes right outside the house, okay. pointing at the front of the door. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one that's like kind of back here that shines down to the kitchen to the and whole, to the hallway. Co- yeah. 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 Yeah, so would that would be cool to to see if we could catch any any kind of evidence that way. Yeah, that would. Yeah, there'd be a lot of footage to look through. Yeah, but every day. Yeah, especially because if you sit to the board, the cameras only pick up when there's movement, because we got animals here. True. <laughs> well, yeah, that. Plus, too. I work at home, so it's going to be constant footage yeah. all the time. So, mm-hmm. so it should be. You know, it's it's something that I need to actually look into, uh, just because you know it's 2022 and people. Are being you know our homes are always getting busted into and you know it, mm-hmm. it's crazy how many people post like their 
the ring doorbell stuff all the time, like yeah. on TikTok and whatnot. Yep. Of stuff that they catch of just people getting in trouble because they're caught on camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've seen some weird shit too because there's this one guy I posted a couple weeks ago where this like this like it looked like a little elf like on his camera was like kind of walking across his front yard but when it would walk it would like stop then walk and then stop and then walk but it wasn't like somebody was faking something it looked Mm -hmm. like something was like manifesting in because it would like kind of disappear and then reappear it's very odd, but it had like these legs thing. It looked like a short little elf, but it had these legs where like the the legs bent backwards. Oh, you know how some some animals have the 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 legs that bent backwards, like yep. a flamingo. Yeah, like a flamingo, and that's how it was walking. It was really weird, and it gave me some fucking creeps. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Hmm. Sounds kind of creepy. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So besides the door opening. Um, couple of times in the last week since our last show i haven't had too much but i also want to thank whoever blew up our podcast the other day this podcast had like 300 downloads within a couple hours that's awesome nice that was like the biggest spike we've ever had in a short time for downloads on this podcast Mm -hmm. so i don't know if this podcast got shared somewhere i tried i tried to like google search us to see if we got attached to something or whatnot couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything. I do know that Rockford Scanner, we talked about in the last podcast about yeah. the, the Rockford Mothman. I was thinking maybe they had maybe promoted. They, they did promote it. Okay. They promoted, uh, but they promoted the, the YouTube channel. Gotcha. So, so they linked to the YouTube channel. So I don't know if hmm. people picked up that it's an actual podcast then. Yeah. Maybe. I would imagine that they, I mean, you have the information in there, right? Yeah. Like in the, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, and I have to say that the, stretch. Uh, the guy that runs Rockford Scanner is a fan of the show. He said, "Keep up the awesome work and how awesome our show is." Well, thank you for listening. And he sent me a couple of stories that he received because he was asking people if they've had any kind of stuff with the Mothman. Mm-hmm. And so he's received a couple of stories from this area of people oh, having wow. interaction with the Mothman. So more will, than you think. Yeah. So we will read that on our next episode but we want to keep this our christmas episode yeah for sure so ho 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 and a merry old soul (laughs) well let's get into some spooky holiday traditions here uh right after this break we're gonna give you a mr hinkle jaws break go out and get yourself some spooky stickers and he also has an awesome elvira print out there uh with a gft good uh with a gft easter egg in it so Go to Mr. Hinkle Draws. No, no, it's Kevin A. Hinkle. Kevin A. Hinkle. Yeah, it's KevinAHinkle.com. And you can uh, go out there and get your awesome Kevin A. Hinkle stuff. All right, guys. So we'll be right back after this. It's showtime. What is your name, buddy? Chucky. There's no such thing as Annabelle. It was a big mistake acknowledging this doll. I am Dracula. My name is Freddy, I'm the singer in the band. Bonnie's my name. Hey, I'm Chica. Now you've met all the members of the band. Oh, hey. 
Oh, come on. Don't go yet. Here, look at this. Huh? We even shop at the same store. Get your limited edition Halloween sticker series now at KevinAHinkle.com. 12 designs to choose from. From Annabelle, Michael Myers, Classic Dracula, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Chucky, Beetlejuice, Samara from the Ring, A Human Skull, and all four Five Nights at Freddy's characters. Hey guys, we are back here, so make sure to go out to Mr. Hinkle Draws. No, no, it's Kevin A. Hinkle, right? You got this. <laughs> Kevin got A. This. Hinkle. He well, he changed from his Etsy store, so that always throws me off. Throws you off, throws yeah. Off. You'll get it one day. Yeah, one of these days I'll get it right. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about some weird shit that people used to, you know, celebrate and stuff and yeah. look for on a joyous and happy Christmas. Like uh, this item here, and you know, forgive me for my pronunciation of this. This is called the Cali Cancerose. There you go. All right. Good enough. All right. So uh, the Cali Cancerose is a malevolent goblin in Southeast Europe and uh, in Antonian folklore. Stories about the Cali Cancerose or its equivalents can be found in Greece, Bulgaria, Turkey, Serbia, Albania. Um, are They are believed to dwell underground but come to the surface during the 12 days of Christmas. From uh, December sixth, uh, from December twenty fifth to the sixth of January. Yeah, that's what we've talked about that before on a past episode. That the actual twelve days of Christmas are the twelve days after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Which really weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, but these little troll like goblins come out from the twenty fifth to the sixth of January. Uh, from the winter solstice for a fortnight, during which time the sun ceases <laughs> its seasonal movement. Fortnite, the game. Fortnite, oh my god, they oh reference Fortnite. All right, so wow. so <laughs> the, the term Calicanceros is speculated to be derived from the Greek Calicanteros, although this theory has been met with many objections. A second theory proposed that the word comes from a Turkish werewolf vampire. Or a bloodsucker werewolf. A werewolf vampire? Yeah. Uh, it's believed that the Calicanceros stay underground, sawing the trunk of the world tree so that it will collapse along with the earth. I've never heard of the world tree. Where is this world tree at? I don't know. No, they're down there sawing, though. <laughs> they're sawing at something. However, according to folklore, when they are about to saw the final part... Christmas dawns and they are able to come to the surface. So like, like, oh man, we're gonna finally get it done, y'all! Right. And then some guy goes, "Dude, it's fucking Christmas." He's like, "Break time, fuck oh, break." <laughs> Hi ho! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, dude, we can go party now." Uh, then they forget that the tree. <laughs> they forget about the tree and come to bring trouble to mortals. <laughs> oh. He's like, don't, 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 don't. You want to go piss off these people? Sure. Why not? <laughs> and uh, when January 6th rolls around, uh, they they have to go back underground to continue their sawing. They <laughs> see that during their absence, the world tree has healed itself. So Uh-oh. they must start working over again. <laughs> yeah, it's a cycle. <laughs> it's like 200 years in the future. It's like, dude, come on. Can I just go just finish this off? No, Christmas. Let's go. It reminds me of the dozers from uh, Fraggle Rock. 
you kind know, of, yeah. You know how they're always constantly building, and then the Fraggle Rocks come and eat their shit, and then all of a sudden they got to start building <laughs> start again? True. Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always liked that show. Uh, there is no standard description of the appearance of the Calicazeros. Uh, Calicanceros. Calicanceros. Calicanceros, yes. There are regional variations of how their appearance is described. Some Greek illustrations have imagined them with some animal parts, such as hairy bodies, horse legs, or boar tusks. Sometimes they are enormous, and other times uh, small. Other That's group- what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> other groups see them as Sorry. humans. <laughs> other- Not really, but... <laughs> Other groups see them as human of small size with a horrible odor. That's you, bro. No, it isn't. <laughs> I was hoping that's not what she said. <laughs> uh, many Greeks have imagined them as tall, black, and hairy with burning red eyes. Goats are donkey ears, monkey arms, and tongues that hang out of the heads that are huge. Oh, that's just your local drug dealer. Uh, Calicazeros <laughs> are believed to be creatures of the night. According to folklore, there were many ways people could protect themselves during the days when the Calicazeros were loose. One such method was to leave a calendar on their doorstep to trick the visiting Calicazeros. It was believed that since it could not count above two, three was believed to be a holy number, and by pronouncing it, the Calicazeros would supposedly kill itself. The wow. Calicazero would sit at the doorstep all night, counting each hole of the calendar until the sun rose and was forced to hide. Hmm. Huh, that's wow, interesting. Strange. Yeah, very it, strange. <laughs> <laughs> in its annual tradition, in some cultures, to throw lucamades, a donut-like dessert filled with syrup and sausages, on your roof, oh. and sing a specific song. <laughs> it is believed that once this is done, the Calicazero will eat these and leave. Returning to the work underground. What's what's Jerry doing outside? Oh, he's just throwing a sausage on the. Uh, Why would they be the on the roof? roof? Like if they live underground, wouldn't you be throwing it in the sewers or some shit? <laughs> right? Or like leave it outside for them somewhere, like right? where they can grab it. Right? Why would you put it on your fucking roof? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Unless right. they're abnormally tall. Uh, well, yeah, they say they could range from being big or small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another. Supposed method of protection from the Calicazero was to leave the fire burning in the fireplace all night so they could not enter through the chimney. In some areas, people would burn the Yule log for the duration of 12 days. In other areas, people would throw foul-smelling shoes into the fire. Oh. I, mean, I mean, it's not a log, but... <laughs> As the stench was believed to repel the Calicazero. And everybody else. Yeah, right. Uh, additional ways to keep them away included making, marking one's door with a black cross on Christmas Eve and burning incense. I don't have sons. All right. So according to, <laughs> <laughs> according to legend, any child born during the 12 days of Christmas was in danger of transforming into a Calicazero. Oh, oh my God. That's, wow. Just imagine like oh, you were born on the 12th day of Christmas. Right? You're going <laughs> to... Transform and the kids just freaking out. <laughs> well, the parents would freak out. The well, kid wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so you would think that the mother would be like, "Oh fuck, you know, I'm I'm due, you know, past right. after Christmas. Let's, uh, Let's schedule this 
Reach baby it, soon. Reach in there, pull them out. <laughs> right. Reach in there, pull them out. <laughs> or, or you got to really hold it in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come really on, they got a day life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, th- they would, uh, in Christmas season, starting with adulthood. Or wait, hold on here. Uh, transforming into Calica Zeros during each Christmas season. So they would turn into a Calica Zero starting with adulthood. It was believed that the antidote to prevent this transformation was to bind the baby in tresses of garlic or straw or to singe the child's toenails. Singe him? Yeah. And according to another legend, anyone born on a Saturday could see and talk with a Calica Zero. I don't know if I was born on a Saturday. I'd have to look on a calendar. Do you guys know? No. No, I think I was born on a Thursday. I think I was born on a Friday. He was born on a Thursday. Oh, I guess I was born on a Thursday. Because I could, yeah, because I remember that because football. It was the very first game of the football season and it was on (laughs) Thursday night. It was the Washington Redskins and the New York Jets. You didn't remember. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, because I was hoping that he would come out after the game. Gotcha. <laughs> but he was good. He came out during halftime of the game. Oh, that was generous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're welcome. Very generous. <laughs> you're welcome. I respect. Yeah. So I was able to see, catch the rest of the game after he came out. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, for sure. I get it. <laughs> uh, so that is the Calica Zero. Some creepy stuff. Uh, so... Definitely don't want to become a Calica Zero. <laughs> no, I'd say not. Hey, so um, let's see. Let's go over here. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm burning his toenails. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into the Belch Nickel. Bless you. The Belch Nickel? The Belch Nickel. Okay. Um, is a crotchety fur clad Christmas gift bringer. <laughs> Figure in the folklore of the Palatine region of southwestern Germany along the Rhine. Um, the figure is also preserved in in Pennsylvania Dutch communities and Brazilian German communities. So if we want to go and celebrate the Bilchnickel, we could go over to Pennsylvania. Mm. Hey, Bilchnickel is related to other companions of St. Nicholas in the folklore of German-speaking Europe. He may have been based on an older German myth, a servant of St. Nicholas and a character from northern Germany. Unlike those figures, Bilchnickel does not accompany St. Nicholas, but instead visits alone. He's a loner. And combines both the threatening and benign aspects, which in other traditions are divided between the St. Nicholas and companion figure. Krampus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right over there. Bilchnickel is a... Man wearing furs and sometimes a mask with a long tongue. It's all always the long <laughs> tongue. I don't, I, you know, because Krampus Makes has the long popular. tongue. Yep, you know, gets all the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he is typically very ragged and disheveled. He wears torn, tattered, and dirty clothes, and he carries a switch in his hand, which is to beat naughty children. Mm. But also pocketfuls of cakes, candies, and nuts for good children. I'd be like, motherfucker, why are you giving me nuts? Right? Hey, I like cashews, man. Like, I'm not going to complain if somebody gave me cashews. <laughs> cashews. Pistachios, uh, those are expensive. But Oh, hey, pistachios are good, too. All right, so he was known as Chris Crinkle Belchnickel and sometimes as the Christmas woman. 
Okay. Okay. Children then not only saw the mysterious person, but felt him, or rather his strip or stripes upon their backs with his switch. The annual visitor would make his appearance some hours after dark, thoroughly disguised, especially the face, which would sometimes be covered with a hideously ugly fizz generally worn a female garb hence the name christmas woman oh so he would dress in drag he's oh, a drag queen oh, that's where it started <laughs> uh so yeah basically he would you know peek in on you know windows dressed as a old woman it's a lawyer yeah and then he would come in and creepy old perv and basically if uh you're a bad kid if you've seen you being bad you come in and beat your ass with a stick <laughs> which you, you know make you go pick your switch in the yard and yeah. beat you with it yeah so bilch nickel would be uh cancel cultured right now it's a bitch nickel <laughs> the bitch nickel <laughs> yeah, right because he dresses in drag well no not because of that <laughs> but because <laughs> he's he's being mean he's yeah so bitch. uh so yeah so the bilch nickel kind of sounds a little bit like krampus a little bit a little bit yeah but not as menacing i don't think well, I well, yeah. I guess you're not children, a little kid in that culture. Beating children or getting ape. I think he's a less. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, so he didn't eat people. Okay, so he was a little more friendly. Then. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he brought shit. You weren't good if you were good. <laughs> if you were good, he gave you stuff. That's true. He gave you the candied nuts or right? the. Krampus yeah. is just a dick. <laughs> like, hey, hey, don't talk about my boy Krampus like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, so if once again, if you guys want to hear our Krampus episode, uh, that was mm-hmm. we had a whole episode dedicated to Krampus last year. But uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Grela, Grela, I should say. Oh, the Grela, yeah. The Grela, and her bastard sons, and her asshole cat, <laughs> <laughs> right after our merch shop. And if you want to get your awesome Ghost Frickin' Talkin' merch, make sure you hit us up at gftpodcast.myspreadshop.com. And they have all kinds of different colors and styles. And make sure you get your coffee cups and even your dog bandana. All right, guys, we are back. So make sure to go to ghostftpodcast.myspreadshop.com. All right. So is it, is it GFT Podcast? Or is it Ghost FT Podcast? Oh, did I say Ghost FT? Yeah, Ghost yeah FT. it's GFT Podcast. GF. I'm sorry. I think I did that once last time, too. See? Yeah. Uh, where you can I'm get, slacking. Where you can get some awesome practice. Ghost Freaking Talking merch or these awesome, you know, Mr. Hinkle Jaws dual shirts. I got the Ginger Dead Man, which is rocking. Mm-hmm. You know, he's creepy and ugly looking and... That face, yeah, the set up turned nose. It's like, yep. Yeah, uh, because uh, this is uh, Gary Busey. They, the, they tried yeah. to make Gary Busey into like the the design they, of that. Yeah, that's Gary Busey-ish, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go and get yourself some awesome GFT gear, as well as our awesome line of uh, Mr. Hingle Jaws doodles. All right, guys, so we are to the portion of the show where we're going to talk about Icelandic Christmas folklore. And you you told me before that you want to go to Iceland. Yes, it's big on my bucket list. Yep, because isn't it Iceland is green, green. And, and then Greenland, Greenland is, is ice? ice. Correct. <laughs> yeah, no, Iceland is probably like one of the most um, like active geologically 
you know, you have like the volcanoes and you have the glaciers and the waterfalls and you just have like it all. Nice. So nice. I wonder, cool. wonder how much a trip for to Iceland would be. How much it's you got? It's not cheap. <laughs> no. But no. say like how much you got. <laughs> you know, because you fly up there and yeah, it's an island. So, you know, everything's going to be a little more expensive on an island. And then if you think, you know, you want to go there, you want to rent a car and travel yeah. around. You know, there's like a road that goes through like around the whole island, I guess. So oh, wow. You can kind of see all the so different features. Iceland, and- Iceland wouldn't be like a uh, like a place where I would go and get my kidneys cut out or being sold into sex slavery or anything. Right? No, no, okay. no. So I think I'm cool with that. Then. Yes. <laughs> For sure. It's going to like Germany and all that where I'm going to end up being thrown in a hostel or something. Yes. Uh, we'll yeah, stay I, away I, from the hostels I there. I fear, fear for my life. I believe that everyone is pretty friendly there. For the most part. <laughs> what, in Germany? Or no, in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, no, in Iceland. I'm like, hold on. All right, so yeah, they're so friendly in Germany. <laughs> All right, so this is Icelandic Christmas folklore. All right, All right, so there's a bunch to uncover here, so buckle in, Buttercup. Icelandic Christmas folklore depicts mountain-dwelling characters and monsters who come to town during Christmas. The stories are directed at children and are used to scare them into good behavior. The folklore includes both mischievous pranksters who leave gifts during the night and monsters who eat disobedient children. (laughs) The figures are depicted as living together as a family in a cave. All right. So this is a whole family here. Okay. All right. The Grilla is a giantess with an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children whom she cooks in a large pot in her home. Oh, okay. Her husband, Lapeo, is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. So he just chills and the mom goes and gets bad children and cooks okay. them up uh, Dahmer style. Puts them in the soup. Hmm. <laughs> Dahmer soup. Dahmer soup. Uh, the Yule Cat is a huge and vicious cat who lurks about the snowy countryside during Christmas time <laughs> and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have all these kids like begging for clothes. Yeah, right. I need to open my clothes. And that, you know, and I will have to say, you get to Christmas time and you give a kid clothes for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's just thrown over their shoulder. Yeah, it's like, like they the don't toy. give okay. a fuck. And- Actually, I'm to the age where I really like clothes. Well, yeah, well, you're fucking different. 18. You're an adult now. Well, I've always liked clothes. Like, if I got like, a cool sweatshirt, oh my god. Bullshit, dude. I have <laughs> many hours of Christmas video where you open up and you go, oh, clothes. Clothes. Okay, if it's pants, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> mad about pants. pants. Oh, underwear. <laughs> oh, socks. I love socks. Socks <laughs> are like the number one clothing. Uh, we have to say that, you know, uh, for for a long time, uh, we had a tradition at Christmas Eve. We would go over to my mom's house for Christmas Eve with mm-hmm. all the family, and we'd pass presents and stuff. Yeah. And we always hung out for, you know, because we would never buy new socks or new underwear nope. or new t- yeah. or white <laughs> That's t-shirts. That's when you get the new ones, huh? Mom always came through with a, yeah. with a bag at the end of the night, mm-hmm. and she goes, here's what you guys have always been waiting for all year long. <laughs> you got your underwear, you got yeah, your socks, socks, you got your white yeah. t-shirts. 
Heck funny. Yeah. So so you know your your underwear is like holding on to a string like December twenty third, <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I, I need one more day. What are buddy. you doing to your underwear, man? <laughs> like we get all beat up. Your toes are poking through your socks. And <laughs> we have evidence. It it does happen. Like you every like if you go back watch the home videos every year you'll see the exact same thing. Yeah, no. You'll get every year socks is a big thing like for like stockings in our family so definitely understand that yeah and uh you know we haven't done this in like three years now so my (laughs) underwear is like frayed to nothing i have not bought new underwear in three years oh my gosh (laughs) or socks we'll have to go get you some new uh, yeah, so the fucking uh, the Yule Cat doesn't come and eat my ass. Yeah, we don't want the Yule Cat to come here. You uh, know what I just think of? I think of uh, oh, fuck. The, the Battle Cat. Oh, Battle like Cat. Jump in, you know. <laughs> battle Cat, come yep. Roar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, leading off from the Yule Cat, we have the Yule Lads. Uh, the Yule Lads are sons of Grela. And Lupude, Lupude, Lapade, whatever her husband, he's a bitch anyway, he doesn't do anything. (laughs) They are a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population and have deceptive, uh, descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing. They come to town one by one during the 13 nights before Yule, which is Christmas. They leave small gifts in shoes that children have placed on windowsills. But if the child had been disobedient, they instead leave a rotten potato in a shoe. <laughs> so you got like slappy, pokey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. You know, if you get a rotten potato in your shoe, you just make uh, vodka out of it, right? Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, these Christmas relative, uh, related folks. Uh, hold on. These Christmas related folk tales first appear around the 17th century and display some variation based on region and age. In modern times, these characters have taken on slightly more benevolent roles. All right. So, here we go. I want to know a little bit more about Grela. Grela? I do. All right. So, Grela is originally mentioned as being a giantess, which is, she's a big bitch. That's one big bitch. (laughs) Now, is she from Iceland as well? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, she is the thir- 13th century compilation of Norse, mytho- Norse, Norse mythology. There you go. Uh, prose Edda. But no specific connection to Christmas is mentioned until the 17th century. She is enormous and her appearance is repulsive. So not only is she a big bitch, she's ugly. An ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> An ugly big bitch. Uh, the oldest poems about Grela uh, describe her as a parasitic beggar parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her their disobedient children. Bring out your bad! (laughs) Bring out your bad! (laughs) Her plans can be thwarted by giving her food or by chasing her away. Originally, she lives in a small cottage, but in later poems, she appears to have been forced out of town and into a faraway cave. Maybe this is why children nowadays are just dicks. Because they don't have anything like this. Yeah, keep right. Them in line. Some mythological creatures to keep them in line. <laughs> so, so we need to talk. We talk. Need to talk more about Grilla. Grilla this. Grilla so. that. And maybe she will manifest as well, a topa. 
it's kind of like Krampus, you know, walking around with his bag, and if kids are bad, then he throws a yeah. bag. You know, similar concept, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, current day, Grilla has the ability to detect children who are misbehaving year-round. During Christmas time, she comes from the mountains to search nearby towns for her meal. She <laughs> she leaves her cave, uh, hunts children, and carries them home in her giant sack. So she's got a sack like a... Uh, I wonder if these kids are like legitimately terrified that you know if they do something wrong that they're going to get taken away by this giant lady. I mean, I they had to have been, right? I would think so, yeah. Instead of having like, oh, ho, 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 you know, Santa Claus is coming. No, they didn't have <laughs> that. Mama, eat your life. They, they yeah. had, you better watch out, bitch. Grilla going to get you. She's going to dominate your ass. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, she devours children as her favorite snack. Her favorite dish is a stew of naughty kids for which she has an insatiable appetite. According to legend, there is never a shortage of food for Grilla. Wow. Because Iceland is full of bad kids. Uh, according to folklore, Grilla has been married three times. Her third husband, Lapialato, or whatever the fuck his name is, is said to be living with her in the cave in Dumenborger lava fields. They have lava fields? Well, yeah, they have volcanoes there. Nice. They got it all. With the big black Yule cat and their sons, uh, the, her husband is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. Grilla supposedly has dozens of children with her previous husbands, but they are rarely mentioned nowadays. Hmm. All right, so we're going to move into a little bit more about the Yule Cat. All right. All right, the Yule Cat, a huge and vicious cat who is described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Oh, he just gets so pissed when there's no new clothes. Uh, it's like... Yeah, I don't see those new clothes, damn it. Yeah, right? He's like, show me your new kicks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got those new Vans? You got those new new, new Nikes? I, I, I can see him as like the the one dude from uh, Hocus Pocus. He's like, whoa, look yeah, at the new yeah, cross yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he's just like chilled back. He's like laying back like the Cheshire Cat. He's like... Yeah. Yo, Hollywood! <laughs> New cross trainers. <laughs> uh, but he is the house pet of Grela and her sons. Though referred to as the ancient tradition, written accent uh, accounts of the Yule Cat have only been located as recently as the 19th century. The threat of being eaten by the Yule Cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Uh, the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing and thus would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. So the farmers are like, bitch, you better wow. get working. Or if you don't got food. Those, yeah, 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 you'll be eaten by a fucking giant cat for not having any wow. new cross trainers. <laughs> uh, the cat has alternately been described as merely eating away the food of ones without new clothes during Christmas feasts. The perception of the Yule Cat as a man-eating beast was partly popularized by poems, as with the rest of the folklore. Hmm. Crazy. All right, so we're getting into the last part here, the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads. All, All right. right. 
<clears throat> the Yule lads, sometimes named Yuletide lads or Yule men, are the sons of Grilla and Lapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapal
<laughs> Never mind. Hey. Hey. You, know, you know, it's 2022. Could be into it. Well, uh, Skyer Gobbler has a great affinity for uh, Skyer. Affinity. Oh, it's yogurt. Skyer is yogurt. Oh. That's another word for yogurt. So he likes yogurt. He'll <laughs> eat your right. yogurt. That's gross because you're your man yogurt. Yeah. Oh, you're so gross. Oh, shit. On December 20th, we get sausage swipers. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Shouldn't it, it be sausage swiper and then? Then the sky got like, <laughs> yeah. hey. Hey, um, uh, he hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. <laughs> this shit writes itself. <laughs> wow. Whew. All right. December 21st. We get window peeper. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. Or naked women to watch. And how, 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 did, how did he... Think of this with a straight face. This is tradi- This is like older than dirt, bro. <laughs> All right. So on December twenty second, we get the doorway sniffer. <laughs> what does that have to do anything? <laughs> like, oh no, he's gonna go sniff my doorways. Oh no. Uh, in in the, the 20- doorway sniffer. Yeah, in the twenty twenty one version, he's the panty sniffer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. The doorway sniffer. Okay. Right. So, uh, has the doorway to your pants. <laughs> he has an abnormally large nose and an ac- acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. He wants to sniff out bread, I guess. Not my bread. Oh, and he goodness. does a lot of coke. You don't want to share coke with him. He'd do every line <laughs> on, the, on the platter. <laughs> All right. All right. On the 23rd, we get the meat hook. Okay, that one, that one's that one's scary. Uses a hook to steal meat. Okay. All right. I, that one I can understand. But on December twenty fourth, we get the candle stealer. <laughs> Damn it! Not my candles. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Leave my fucking, uh, you know, was it? My ten inch tapers. <laughs> yeah, okay. We know what you're using with those ten inch tapers. Sausage snatcher. Sausage snatcher. <laughs> you know, panty sniffer. Uh, the candle Feel stealer kind of called out here. Uh, so the can- <laughs> the candle stealer follows children in order to steal their candles, which were once made uh, edible. Huh. Yeah, they used to make edible candles. Well, Weird. That's cool. mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. So boom, there you go. The, the thirteen lads of Yule. Wow. Wow, that's that's some Sound impressive. Mischievous. That's some impressive stuff. But they got a they got a. Their mom like fucking owns it. Yeah, <laughs> their, their mom fucking owns. Yeah, because she's a, she's a nasty, tall looking bitch that goes around eating children. Oh, while the like, other like in a snatching sausages in a in a, in a stew. Like uh, when we talk about Krampus, he like drowns kids and whips kids, and he'll eat a kid every once in a while. <laughs> but it's not like he's making stew out of them. How do you know? Because it, it, he would like swallow them whole. Oh, I guess you would think. I don't know. I've never seen. Are you just assuming, or I've is never, this like- I've never seen any story where Krampus is stewing a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not Jeffrey Dahmer in this shit. <laughs> Good soup. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, so that is our Atlantic folklore for Christmas with Grilla 
Hmm, interesting. The the Yule yeah. Cat and the Yule Lads. I didn't know really about any of that. No, yeah, so, so so I I dug a little deep trying to find some other different stuff besides you know Krampus on the spooky side of things. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed our little holiday episode here. Yeah. Definitely. Hopefully you guys learned something new as well. And uh, you know, being the uh, the panty sniffer, door sniffer, <laughs> door sniffer, <laughs> and what was it the uh, the yogurt grabber, the yogurt snatcher, <laughs> yogurt snatcher, the sausage, the sausage, the sausage snatcher. <laughs> hey guys! So uh, oh, wow. once again, make sure to go and check out our friend uh, Kevin A Hinkle dot com. Uh, no, or is it Mister? I think it's just Kevin A Hinkle. Yeah, yeah it's Kevin A Hinkle dot com. Go on, order some awesome stickers there, and uh, also make sure to check out the Elvira print, Very which cool. is awesome, and it's got the GFT uh, Easter egg on it. Yep. Also, make sure to go to our merch shop. Yeah. Which is? It is gftpodcast.myspreadshop.com. All right. Go, go and get your awesome. Approval. Go get your uh, awesome GFT gear. Or one of our awesome new uh, Mr. Hinkle Draws doodles. Yeah. Like the one Mothman. Yeah. You know, Mothman. You got Ginger Deadman. You got mm-hmm. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. And we got the Snallygaster. Yep. And I still have Bigfoot to put out. Um, the the man eating plant. And there's a yes. couple other ones I, I, I picked up and going to put out there as well. Awesome. And Krampus. Yeah. I got Krampus too. That's going to be going out there. All right, guys, so make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you guys have some spooky stories you want to share with us, where can you write us? GhostFT at Yahoo.com. Where's that? GhostFT at Yahoo.com. That's right. All right, guys, so make sure to subscribe here on YouTube. Click the notification bell so you get notified I push out a new video. All right. And as always, everyone has a story to tell. And... Stay spooky. Stay spooky. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Yule time. Watch out for that sausage snitcher. Yeah. 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 Yeah.